This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How you doing, man? You good, how are you? Doing great, thank you. And today, we wanted to get into uh, some of the frequently asked questions associated with applying for Italian citizenship at an Italian consulate. We've uh, recently talked a bit about applying uh, in Italy, but we wanted to have a little bit of a conversation and potentially divide this into a multi-part episode. Uh, and so, Marco, maybe let's just uh, jump straight into this. And Marco, I know there's going to be a lot of similarities between what would be necessary for applying in Italy as well as in the States for Italian citizenship by descent. But what are some of the eligibility requirements to be able to apply for Italian citizenship by descent at an Italian consulate? So let's say that the eligibility requirements are actually the same regardless of whether you apply for citizenship through the consulate or directly in Italy. What changes is the documents that you're required to present in order to show your eligibility. But as far as the eligibility goes, that's stated by the law. And what basically you have to prove is that you have an Italian-born ancestor, so somebody in your direct line who was born in Italy after Italy was unified in 1861, or even if that person was born before that and emigrated, even if that person emigrated outside of Italy before 1861, you can qualify if that person was still alive and still an Italian citizen at the time in which Italy became a nation in 1861. The second requirement that you need to meet in order to qualify for Italian citizenship by descent is that your Italian-born ancestor must have been an Italian citizen, meaning not a naturalized U.S. citizen at the time of the birth of the next person in the Italian line born abroad. So, in other words, if you're an ancestor who was born in Italy, became naturalized before his or her child was born in the U.S., then you cannot apply for citizenship by descent through that ancestor. But on the other hand, if the ancestor became naturalized after the birth of the child, born abroad, then the requirement is met. The next requirement that is very, very important is that your ancestor who was born in Italy didn't become naturalized before June 13, 1912. Because if that's the case, you would be disqualified even if the naturalization occurred after the next person in the Italian line was born. And finally, if you have a female ancestor who was born in Italy or in your who is in your Italian line, she needs to have given birth to her child after January 1st, 1948. Because if she didn't, if her child was born before that date, then you can only petition the court uh, to get Italian citizenship. And there are a lot of people that pursue citizenship in court. And I would invite our audience to watch our episodes about 1948 cases to understand what they are, and they're a very popular 
process that a lot of people go through to gain citizenship when a female ancestor is involved. Interesting. And so once you figured out that you're eligible, of course, there's the petition, the application that actually has to be submitted. And so can you just go to any consulate in your country or are you limited in what choices that you may have? Another very good question, because a lot of people ask me, well, why can't I use a consulate that is maybe not the closest to my, my hometown, but it's quicker than the one that I, that I have closer to my hometown? Or why cannot I um, apply jointly with my sibling who lives across the US uh, while I'm visiting? Well, the, the, the rules are very clear and the consulates are very strict about these rules, meaning that you can only apply for citizenship through the consulate that has jurisdiction over the place where you formally reside. And they tend to, like I said, be very strict about this requirement. At the time of your appointment, they will check your uh, state ID or driver's license uh, to make sure that it's issued in a state within their jurisdiction. And um, they will also sometimes want additional proof of residency, such as utility bills or bank statements, some official documents with, with your name and address on it. Uh, in the US, there are about 10 consulates of Italy, and each single one of them covers a portion of the US. For instance, the Italian consulate in the US um, can be used by people who live in the state of New Jersey, actually half of the state of New Jersey, because the southern part of New Jersey depends on the county in which you reside, is covered by the Philadelphia consulate, but going back to New York. So it's half of the state of New Jersey, the state of New York, and the state of Connecticut. So only if you can prove that you reside in one of those states, you can use the consulate in New York, and uh, the same goes for any other consulate. Just to, to mention off the top of my head, the consulate in Los Angeles covers basically half of the state of California, and again, based on which county uh, you reside in, and it's basically the southern part of the state of California, because the northern part is covered by the um, jurisdiction of the, uh, the consulate in San Francisco. And then the people uh, that can address the consulate in Los Angeles are the people living in um, the states of Nevada, the states of Arizona. So only if you live in, and you can prove that you live in these states, you can use the consulate in Los Angeles to apply for citizenship. And the same applies to many other parts of the world. For example, in France, there are I think two or three Italian consulates, and each one, the last time that I checked, uh, covers a very specific jurisdiction or number of areas within the country of France. And only the people who formally reside in one of those areas can address that specific consulate. It's very interesting about how your residency and the jurisdiction very much will line up with your experience overall. 
when you're applying for Italian citizenship at a consulate also, depending on what part of the world that you're in, that the consulate experience could be different and even uh, the, the, the systems in place that govern how you go about doing various things may differ from one to the other. But uh, another important factor, if you are applying at an Italian consulate, do you need to speak Italian? The official answer is no, you do not need to speak Italian to apply for citizenship by descent. So it's not a legal requirement. And the reason behind that is that you are going through a retroactive recognition process that basically is aimed at um, recognizing and acknowledging that you have always held Italian citizenship ever since you were born. So it's not a naturalization process. It's a retroactive recognition process. So you don't have to speak Italian to apply for citizenship by descent. I said it's the official answer because even if it happens rarely, but they might try to give you a hard time. I think out of pride, when you yeah. apply for citizenship <laughs> at the consulate, they're like, okay, you want to become an Italian? Then show me that at least you have some basic, Prove you know, it. some basic words. <laughs> but it's, you know, even if you can't yeah, answer they, they any legally can't make that re request yeah. of they, you. But they, they will just scold you probably. But you really won't. should learn Italian. If you're going to be yeah. an Italian citizen, you really should know some Italian and sh you should know some things about the culture and just what things are like. It's, I mean, I've had that before, but. <laughs> It's, I definitely think it's funny. And I've heard so many people say that. Even one person that I remember contacted me years ago um, <laughs> was freaked out after their appointment because the uh, clerk said, oh, well, if you're, if you're going to be an Italian, you really need to know Italian. She was like, does this mean I'm not going to get citizenship because I don't speak Italian? What's going to happen? Oh, no. She was like, really? I felt so bad for her. I was like, look, come on. They can't make this requirement. Here's like, you're in the U.S., you're applying in the U.S. They are obligated to be able to speak to you in English. So don't worry about it. If you're going to Italy, it might be even there. You don't, you're not required, but it helps there. So don't worry. If you, since you're getting through citizenship by descent, you're fine. If it were a different story, then there would be a different story. <laughs> but to get on to the uh, next point and uh, what documents are required to be able to apply for Italian citizenship at the consulate? Basically, you need birth certificates, marriage records, death certificates for all of the individuals in your Italian line of descent. You also need your uh, Italian ancestor or ancestors birth certificate and marriage record if they were married in Italy from Italy. And in addition to those vital records, you need your uh, Italian ancestors naturalization records. Uh, the vital record documents can be requested um, from the counties in which the events occurred or from the states. And it's, in most cases, it's possible to request the same document either at the county level or at the state level. And uh, the naturalization records can be requested from uh, USCIS, so the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services. But some records are also available at NARA, the National Archives. And while the um, 
USCIS, the US Citizenship and Immigration Services, is based in Washington, D.C. The National Archives are regional archives. So there's one in New York, one in San Francisco, and they basically hold the naturalization records for people who became naturalized in uh, federal courts. Uh, otherwise, you need to get them. You need to get the naturalization records from the um, federal government uh, in Washington, D.C. Some consulate will also request that you present the birth and death certificates for the individuals who are married to the people in your Italian line. So, for instance, if you go through your great-grandfather to apply for citizenship, you might also need to present your great-grandmother's birth certificate and her death certificate, even if she's not in the direct line of descent. But nonetheless, some consulates do require those documents. So be sure to check the website of the consulate that you're using to understand if that's a requirement in your consulate, because some do request those and some don't. Once all of these documents have been obtained, they need to be um, apostilled, and the apostille in the U.S. is issued by the Secretary of State. And, and for those who don't know, the apostille is a certification of the vital record documents issued in the U.S. that, pursuant to the Hague Convention, make them usable abroad, or in this case in Italy, and, and keep in mind that the Italian consulate is Italian territory. And finally, all of the documents that you present to the consulate, with the exception of the naturalization records, also need to be translated into Italian. And it's okay to present just regular, plain, uncertified translations to the consulate in the U.S. because the consulate will take care of certifying those translations for you, including the application fee that you're paying to apply for citizenship by descent. Again, very, very interesting about how this all works. And so I think maybe it would be great, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if we do a part two. And so just to finish off this first part here, the last question will be, how is it that you go about booking an appointment? The consulates in America, unlike other consulates around the world, have introduced this booking system where you go online, create an account by entering your personal information, so your name, last name, date of birth, place of birth, ID number, and residency address, and you create an account. So, And, and of course, you need an email, and you need to set up a password. I remember a few years ago, there was no need to use this booking system where you have to create an account and you could just uh, call the consulate to set up an appointment or send an email. Um, of course, now with the increased number of citizenship applications, that's no longer allowed and you do have to um, create this account on the website of the Italian consulate. And once the account is created, you can then log on to your account and look for an appointment. Now, the appointments are normally released on specific days and at specific times. And those days and times are normally indicated on the website of the consulate. So you need to be sure to log on to your account on those days and at that time to get an appointment. And sometimes it's necessary to be 
very quick when you get an appointment because there will be some other, there will be limited availability and some other people will be online at the same time looking for an appointment like you so be sure that you're ready to click on the available date as soon as you see a green date <laughs> and that's how you make an appointment well marco Thank you for that wonderful advice and for making yourself available for another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. And then, of course, if anybody's interested in any more information or how they can uh, work with you and your team, how do they get in contact with you? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. The number is on the website. Well, absolutely fantastic. And of course, for more information about getting Italian citizenship for yourself, your children, your spouse, or to get citizenship through residency or whatever it may be, be sure that you're subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to this YouTube channel, you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast, another podcast that Marco and I collaborate on, where we talk about what it sounds like Italian real estate, both purchases, rentals, as well as different parts of the country that you may want to consider and going into some of the details there in regards to what some of these other practical aspects of making Italy your home would be. But of course, Mr. Marco Permunian, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I'm Raffaele Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.